Blog Talk Radio. Franchise interviews from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia. You're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 12 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs of one one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. We're meeting with Rob Price, the CEO of School of Rock. And School of Rock provides students of all ages an exciting and engaged music lesson experience, which includes guitar, drums, piano, and singing lessons. Drawing from all styles of rock and roll, School of Rock students learn theory and technique songs from legendary artists such as Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, and Frank Zappa. If you talk about that moment, franchise stick around because we have a great show. The Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity. Are you looking for a unique and lucrative franchise opportunity? If so, take a look at Stone Coat. With a patented process which creates a true stone finish on almost any wall or ceiling, Stone Coat is a true game-changing product in the multi-billion dollar construction industry. Stone Coat is applied faster, cleaner, and cheaper than conventional quarried stone, which saves both time and money. With advantages in remodel and new construction of both residential and commercial projects, Stone Coat is a true crossover product. The Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity provides a low startup cost, low operating expenses, comprehensive training, ongoing support, and no royalty payments. For more information on the Stone Coat Franchise Opportunity, go to www.stonecoatfranchise.com. That's www.stonecoatfranchise.com or call us at 972-380-2700. That's 972-380-2700. Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews, from Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 12 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs along one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. We're meeting with Rob Price, the CEO of School of Rock. And School of Rock provides students of all ages an exciting and engaged music lesson experience, which includes guitars, drums, piano, and singing lessons. Drawing from all styles of rock and roll, School of Rock students learn theory and techniques through songs from legendary artists such as Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, and Frank Zappa. Hi, Rob. How are you? Welcome to the show. I'm doing great, Marty. Thank you for having me. Uh, this is my pleasure, Rob. We always like to ask our guests, where are you calling from this morning, Rob? Uh, I'm calling from our global headquarters in Canton, Massachusetts. Oh, fantastic. And, you know, it, it's yeah. interesting. Um, 
I think, if I remember correctly, Rob, because I'm in Easton, Pennsylvania, didn't um, School of Rock, did you guys begin, was it in Philadelphia? Maybe you could talk a little bit about the origins of, you know, how the company started. Absolutely, yeah. Began began, uh, began in Center City, Philly, uh, 21 yeah. years ago. And, little, wow. you know, people don't realize that it predated the movie and the musical. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it started as a, you know, a single school dedicated to a really radical idea that, Music education was broken and uh, needed to be rewired with um, with uh, based on popular music and ensemble learning. And uh, and 21 years later, we're a global enterprise with now 238 schools and dozens and dozens more coming in uh, nine countries. That's amazing, Rob. It, you know, it's it's interesting, Rob, because I uh, interviewed School of Rock for this podcast. We've been doing it now 12 years, and I think it was about seven years ago. And when I interviewed you guys at the time, I think you were like about maybe just crossed over like the, the 100 mark. You know, to, so to see now that you guys are like 230-plus schools, you know, I think it was 10 global markets. I mean, uh, and, and 21 years of, of, of being in business, I mean, that, that, that's a, some pretty big milestones, isn't it? It's really exciting, and I, I feel like we're only scratching the surface. That's incredible. How do you, Rob, when you're meeting with someone like for the first time, you know, and they're interested in, in, in exploring School of Rock, and, you know, and they, they want to know a little bit more about the franchise opportunity, how, how do you typically describe it to them? Well, it's interesting. You know, I, I have a great love of the franchising model, um, uh, but it's part of the dynamic in our conversations with franchisees is if you're considering this versus a hotel concept or this versus mm-hmm. a, um, a restaurant concept, or you're right. considering this versus um, uh, a fitness concept, we're probably mm-hmm. not the right concept. Um, mm. We want, we want folks who begin with a passion for child development and for yeah. enriching lives. We want people who have an extraordinary dedication and a lifelong love of music. If, if not, they don't have to be a musician. But right. music can't be a, a, a fleeting interest. Um, right. And so what, what we describe to the prospective franchisee is, do you want to join a, a passionate community? Do you want to join a, uh, a cause, a mission uh, that's anchored in those two principles, which is really love for music and love for enriching lives? And if so... That, then, then let's talk. Then we're the right, right. place. If not, right. no, no hard feelings. We'll even advise you as to other franchises we think might be a better match if you're looking for something more conventional. Right. I um, I started taking up the guitar. It was a little later. I would say I was about like 15 years old, and I started having an interest in, in guitar, Rob, and, and so I started taking guitar lessons. And uh, you know, I, I told this story seven years ago, but I remember sitting in this like little closet, you know, and learning like scales and things like that. And 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 you know, the teacher just didn't seem like he was look like he was falling asleep as I was taking lessons. And I always said, God, I wish like there was something like this around. You know, when I was a kid, you know, I, I mean, it's just so exciting. My wife and I were watching um, a video this morning um, on the website. It was the uh, where some of your students, I guess they were performing uh, the Kansas song, Carry On Wayward Son. <laughs> it, just, yeah. it just blows you away. Yeah. I know you probably saw the video, but it just, oh, it just blows sure. you away when you watch it. I was there that night. I was there You're that kidding. night. You're kidding. You were in the audience. Shot. And, yeah, and, and uh, it's one of the great joys of the job. But what's so interesting is that, uh, and you draw those two, compare those comparisons is that when you and I were kids, 
the way that you learn music is, you know, in a room individually, very uh, technique focused. Um, And uh, it it almost couldn't have been designed better to drive children away from a love of music. Um, And um, that having been said, all of those principles are super important. And of course the educators are incredibly important. These instructors But um, what we found is, you you know, you get those kids on stage crushing a uh, carry on my wayward son. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that that hooks them for life. We want to we want to teach kids to love to learn music for life, not just to learn music. It it was interesting when I was reading last week, Rob, you know, um, you know, getting updated on School of Rock, you know, and it's, it's really amazing, you know, that some of your students, I guess they've gone on to perform at American Idol, The Voice, Broadway. I mean, how, how does that make you feel when you hear that? Well, you know, it's incredibly uh, gratifying to know that those kids that had both the talent and the passion for being professional musicians right. find their way in part because of what we do. But you know what? I'm just as excited about a kid we hear about who's at USC studying um, computer science or, mm-hmm. sure. um, or, you know, joins the military and has leadership capabilities um, uh, or themselves becomes an entrepreneur because they have more confidence from their experience. So right. we, we, we see equal gratification in people pursuing a music career, but, um, and, you know, we have partnerships brewing for that relationships with Berkeley college of music and, and right. relationships with APG and Atlantic records. But um, what we're looking to teach is more than just music. Um, right. We're looking to teach life skills as well. Yeah. That's fantastic. How, um, how does technology play a role in the business today, Rob? As you know, you know, I mean, technology is constantly changing, isn't it? You know, so probably from last time I interviewed School of Rock seven years ago, I'm, I'm sure it's changed a little bit. And, and as, you, as you know, it's moving so fast. Um, how does the organization use technology today? Yeah, it's interesting. You, you know, you, it'd be interesting for both of us to um, audit that interview seven years yeah. ago and hear the answer <laughs> to the question. The, the reality yeah. is historically technology has played a very, very small role in the business. And I think that has been a blessing in disguise. You know, right. in the early days of um, a retail and franchising, as technology became more emergent, people raced to build proprietary systems. We, we really didn't do that, not as a matter of strategy, but we were, you know, building the, the course of the concept. Um, uh, but what that created is that now we're in a position to execute with all cloud-based services, best in breed mm-hmm. functionality for our franchisees that's woven together in a, you know, a fairly elegant way. Um, and, mostly using technology as a way to automate and reduce the complexity of the operations of the business. I would say that the big breakthrough for us now is that mm-hmm. we are just launching, uh, actually this week we just put into pilot the first ever proprietary School of Rock uh, learning app for our students. And oh, wow. uh, we'll be rolling that out in just a couple of months. And it's really breakthrough uh, in that it gives students not just access to the content and the curriculum, but an interactive tool to actually play to uh, the exercises, get real-time assessments, and also communicate between lessons with their instructors on the progress of right. their work, plus get access to about 1,100 um, 
popular songs that we use wow. as part of our pedagogy. It's really cool stuff. So I think that in seven years, we're going to be talking about a much more technology forward right. um, experience for School of Rock than today. Um, but um, that, that's uh, the, the major technology uh, priorities right now. That's great. Do you find that the parents want to get involved too, Rob? I mean, when they see their kids, I mean, they're performing up on stage. And, and do you find that, you know, the, the older folks want to get involved in it too? Absolutely. And I can actually, you know, the, the old uh, hair club for men uh, quote, I'm not just the, uh, <laughs> the president, I'm, I'm also a customer. Um, I'm, I'm a School oh, of Rock great. student. Um, I'm wow. in the adult band at the Norwood Walpole School of Rock, and uh, oh, I get great. a weekly individual lesson for guitar. I had that last night. Wow. And uh, we have in, in all of our schools uh, adult bands, um, mom bands. Um, wow. Uh, we do corporate, corporate training, uh, and it's a really, really exciting and growing dimension of our business. And what we see is in markets like Brazil and Chile, and Peru is an explosive part of our business. Um, and so there's hope for you and me both, Marty. <laughs> uh, uh, and we have a great school in Easton, Pennsylvania. Uh, and uh, feel I know where it is. By there. Yeah. Yes. yes, I will. Yeah, br- br- uh, brand new fantastic. facility there. Yeah, that's great. And I, I, I know, you know, rock music is, is, is huge in, in, in South America, you know, so I mean, I just I, I think all of this is is really fantastic. Uh, you're listening to Franchise Interviews, and we're speaking today with Rob Price, and Rob is the CEO of School of Rock. And School of Rock provides students of all ages an exciting and engaged music lesson experience, which includes guitar, drums, piano, and singing lessons. Maybe we could talk a little bit about your industry, Rob, I mean, because you're in a pretty huge industry. Um, you know, I mean, when we're talking about uh, kids and we're talking about education, it seems like there's a crossover in, in several different industries that you're in. But I, I guess it's safe to say that you're in a pretty big industry, aren't you? Yeah, you know, we're in a multi-billion dollar uh, yeah. segment of the franchise industry. And as, as you probably know from, from all the work that you do, uh, personal services and child enrichment is growing very, very rapidly, one of the fastest growing elements of franchising and, and the U.S. economy and the global economy. But it's, it's a really interesting question. When, when folks ask me how big is my industry, I say, which industry? Right, know, the, exactly. At the narrowest <laughs> sense, we're feeling really good about franchising. I think at the more global sense, we're in the, intri- we're in the industry of music. And it's a, you know, depending on the estimates, uh, you know, a 40 to $100 billion global industry. Um, uh, and while the dynamics of music are changing, um, uh, the, the overall music business is actually quite healthy. Um, right. And um, there is still growth in the music instrument space. There is still right. massive growth in the live performing space, which is really great for our kids. Um, and so we feel like we're in a really, really vibrant space right now. This is a, you know, you know, when I study all these different franchise opportunities, I mean, this is, this is a fun franchise, Rob, isn't it? You know, I mean, we, we have all types of franchises on the show. You know, we have transmission franchises, we have chiropractic franchises, I mean, all types, but I mean, uh, you know, I guess at the end of the day, it's safe to say that this is, and I could hear it in your voice that this is a, a fun franchise, isn't it? It's a, you know, we're fueled by passion more than anything else. And it's a Mm -hmm. business and a brand and a community and a cause that's very, very easy to get caught up in. 
um, because music is very endemic. You know, the first rock and roll was, you know, cavemen times and two rocks being banged together and rolling on the ground. (laughs) Uh, It's a little bit cheesy, but it's it's true. There's a lot of evidence that music has a very, very central social function. So to have something that's so personal and intimate and important and global and unifying to work right. on is indeed, yeah, I can't, I mean, I, I'm not going to be shy. It's a fun business. We love it. Yeah. We love it. That's terrific. You probably have hundreds of stories, Rob, but I mean, it, one of the questions we like to ask someone like yourself is, I mean, what's been one of the most interesting things that's happened to you, you know, since, since being part of School of Rock? And again, I know you have a hundred or 200 stories, but does anything stand out over the years? I think there's t- two Different things, if, I, if you'll let me cheat and give you two answers, yeah. you know, yes. um, that are more instructive. The, um, you know, we're now at a place where we're a real player in the music business. So right. a few months ago, I'm watching my uh, social media feed and I see a post of someone holding a, a, a camera at a St. Louis Blues games uh, or a Nashville, um, uh, Nashville, um, uh, uh, hockey game. Is that the Blues right. in Nashville? Right. Yes, Nashville Blues game. Um, and uh, you see our School of Rock kids playing in the arena, uh, Enter wow. Sandman, um, by, oh, no. um, oh, my God, that's uh, by, uh, by Metallica. Now, that's, yeah. that in itself is really cool until wow. the person who was taking the camera turned it around um, and, uh, and, and it was James Hetfield from Metallica lip syncing to You're our kidding. kids singing Metallica and he's oh laughing and smiling. And Could you imagine? so it's a small example of what you're right are a hundred things that are exciting yeah. is when, when our kids have, uh, you know, Metallica as fans, that's right. a pretty cool thing. That's um, amazing. I would say at an, in, at an intellectual thing, at an intellectual level right now for me, the most exciting dimension is the relaunch of our curriculum, which is happening this fall. You know, mm-hmm. we're putting out pr- uh, proprietary um, uh, method books, this new app, um, feature shows, relationships with publishers like Hal Leonard and, and the various artists. And right. it's a complete rewiring of what's already a successful concept, but as a, you know, an advocate for, you know, sustained music education um, and excellence to know that we're putting out an even better product is going to be very, very exciting. So the geek in me is excited, (laughs) is really excited about, uh, excited about that. That's terrific. And imagine social media must play such a huge part, you know, in, in your business as, as well, Rob, you know, is where, you know, your, your, customers you know your students i mean they're 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 probably posting left and right as far as you know playing music because they're so proud aren't they you know and i imagine social media has been played a big impact it's an interest it's interesting it's a blessing and a curse because um you know there's there's very 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 rigid copyright law and as as a you know the number one producer the future of artists right are very focused on protecting the intellectual property and honoring and rewarding right. historical artists. So the right. video of carry on your wayward son, we, we pay rights to, we want to make sure I that see. the authors of that work, uh, right. the creators of that work get represented. So we're actually, 
very um, kind of passionate about this topic is that you yeah. see a lot of folks in the space um, uh, posting videos um, that they have not gone through the proper channels. And it's, wow. it's important in a franchise right. setting right. for us to be totally buttoned up on behalf of our franchisees. And I'm really proud of our owners and their commitment to intellectual property and copyright right. um, protection and sheet music uh, integrity. Um, and um, uh, so, yes, it is a huge portion of what we do, but also requires us to do a lot of work and spend a lot of money uh, to right. make sure that right. we're doing the right thing. That's fantastic. That's that's so important. Maybe we could talk a little bit about um, franchising, Rob. You know, um, you you kind of hinted early, you know, on on some of the types of characteristics and traits you know you look for in your franchisees. But is there anything else, you know, as far as like when you're meeting with a, a prospective franchisee that that you're, you're you're looking for as you're speaking to them? Yeah, I think that um, you know we talked about passion. We talked about right. this lifelong love of music. You know, whether they're right. a musician or whether they're a music aficionado. Um, I, I would say the other dimensions that really matter to us is detail orientation. You know, this is a uh, largely the customer base are going to be children. We have to be very careful, right. very focused on right. the mechanics of the business. Um, they have to be embedded in their community and get excited about going out to the community, both in terms of customer acquisition, but right. um, uh, our concept is based on performance. So getting gigs, having our house bands and our performance programs, our ensembles out there playing. And uh, so uh, somebody who's really excited about that. And then this probably applies to most of your guests, but, you know, franchise ownership isn't something that, you know, you can just, you can't just be an owner when you want to. We really want right. to make sure people are not renting this concept, but right. that they're owning right. and contributing to it, that they are, they are, uh, it's a full contact sport, that they're engaged in the community, that our owners are challenging us and challenging each other and communicating and sharing and collaborating. So we suss that out during our process to make sure that somebody's going to be additive to our community and bring us new insight and, and learning. And I can rely on them being a mentor for me and being a sure. mentor for our other owners. That's terrific. What were some of your franchisees doing in their, in their past lives before they became franchisees, Rob? I mean, again, now you're up to over 200 you know, plus franchises. Um, what yeah. were some of them doing beforehand? Yeah, we've got a we've got a huge array. You know, our new Braunfels franchisee is a super successful touring musician. Um, our our uh, Carmel Fisher's franchisee is former CFO of a major uh, a major company. Uh, wow. We have former investment bankers. We have uh, lawyers. We have uh, you know we have salespeople, marketing people. I would say the minority of our owners are or were professional musicians. Right. Um, right. Uh, the majority of our owners are musicians, uh, but the vast majority of our owners all have already achieved success and significance in other zones of their lives because um, we curate our franchisees. We try to pick people who bring skills so that, uh, and it's totally selfish, I must admit. That way mm -hmm. I can call up uh, one franchisee and say, hey, listen, I'm really struggling with this profitability analysis. You know, right. what do you see in your days 
in, uh, in the Fortune 50 company. Um, or, you know, when we're t- talking about deals with gear vendors, talking to a t- touring musician who's already struck those deals. Um, it's very, very gratifying to have a franchisee base who has, is as competent and skilled and, and, and diverse as we have. It's it's nice to share those best practices, isn't it, Rob? You know, as a franchise starts to, you know, really get big, you know, and, and, and it's nice to know, and, and I'm sure you guys, you know, when, when all your franchisees meet together and the sharings of best practices, that really um, adds to the value of the franchise, doesn't it? It does. You know, our, our we just recently had our biennial convention, and it was mm-hmm. incredible. We organized it all around franchisees sharing with other franchisees based right. on their experience. We co-hosted each of the sessions. And as you can imagine, the jam session we have on Friday night at our convention <laughs> I can only is imagine. Pre- pretty amazing. <laughs> pretty That's incredible. incredible. That's yeah. amazing. What's the, the training like uh, for your new franchisees, Rob? I mean, do they come out to corporate for that? Is that how it works or where is it where it They begins? do. And, you know, in some respects, I think it's very similar to other franchise concepts where mm-hmm. there'd be an immersive initial training I think there are two other things that are a little bit different that we do is Mm -hmm. that we actually have a team thoroughly dedicated to our uh, new school openings. So you, you have to graduate out of that team. Um, You you get um, very, very intense ongoing, um, uh, ongoing focus from, uh, uh, from folks on marketing concepts, Mm -hmm. on uh, technology, on mapping your community, on uh, getting your lease set up, et cetera. Uh, and we put new franchisees together into cohorts for collaboration, competition, healthy competition, and they learn together. And then I think the other dimension of our training, which is really cool, is that we've got a very, very, very dynamic, informal uh, communication channel in uh, uh, Facebook Workplace. It's an internal um, tool that's just like Facebook without any of the mm-hmm. external uh, kind of distractions. And right. we, we have topical groups and also, you know, a, a town hall kind of setting and our franchisees compare notes. We post things out and they, uh, they post things out, post questions. And then like many other franchises, we have uh, monthly gatherings via webinar. We have four different standing ones. So it's pretty intense ongoing communication with our franchisees. And, and frankly, every franchisee has my cell number. So if there's mm-hmm. any questions or concerns, they can call me at any time, 27, 24-7. And that's good to know too, Rob, because, you know, as you know, I mean, there are, you know, we've had all sorts of franchises on the show. I mean, we've had some franchises that have had, you know, 30,000 plus units, you know, and I always wonder sometimes how you can maintain that. We're very, we're very blessed because I think it's, it's almost for the foreseeable future we're going to be able to continue that mode. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's the, part of the reason that I can do it is that my franchisees now have a team of people who are supporting them at corporate who they'll, in all likelihood, they're going to know to call the head of IT for advice on right. IT before me. But um, I think that it's nice that I, I have that, personal connection with franchisees. It's certainly nice for me. And I I don't imagine that being an issue. When we have 30,000 units, let's talk again. I'll figure something (laughs) out by then. 
That's great. You're listening to Franchise Interviews, and today we are speaking with Rob Price. And Rob is the CEO of School of Rock, and School of Rock provides students of all ages an exciting and engaged music lesson experience, which includes guitar, drums, piano, and singing lessons. Maybe we could talk a little bit uh, about, you know, what is a typical day like for a School of Rock franchisee, Rob? I'm sure every day is a little bit different, but, you know, I'm sure you have those commonalities uh, within the day. Uh, Maybe talk a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah. So I think think part of it is just understanding the context. So a school of rock will be twenty five hundred or three thousand square feet with lesson rooms, right. and then our all important rehearsal rooms where our, right. our our performance programs, our ensembles are playing. But what what an an owner will typically do, especially if they're kind of uh, playing the role of the GM or playing the role of the music director, they're going to focus before the school opens, say at two o'clock, they might focus for um, an hour or two on, uh, on leads, uh, working through leads, uh, mm-hmm. um, uh, really focusing on communicating, communicating with those leads, talking about our concept, bringing people in for trial lessons and, and preaching, if you will, right. the power right. of music education and the sure. power of our pedagogy, converting those folks into customers uh, and into parts of our community and our family. And then, you know, I think it's equal portions the rest of the day of customer interaction, which is really fun because you get both the parent and the kid and you get right. to see the growth. Um, sort of operations management, everything from scheduling to mm-hmm. um, billing and administration, et cetera, et cetera. And in some ways the hardest, but in some ways the most fun part of the job is everything related to the convening and the, and the playing out. So setting up venues, setting up performances, seasonal shows, making sure with your, your music staff that the kids are ready, um, right. uh, checking in with the kids, getting the kids pumped and excited uh, sometimes it's about explaining to the kid why, yes, it's really, it's going to be really great for you to do a Southern rock show. I know it may not be your right. favorite music, but there's something you're going to learn from it. And inevitably at the end of those seasons, the kids say that was the best show I've ever done. I'm now a huge Leonard Skinner fan. And, right. and, uh, you know, we feel very good about sort of sustaining the, uh, the heritage and the legacy of rock and roll by doing that. So it's That's a pretty dynamic, and, 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 and you're right. There isn't any typical day, but those are the right. general categories um, sure. uh, that a franchisee will experience. That's terrific. I, I can see you have an appreciation for, for franchising as, as well, Rob. And, you know, I mean, most of our listeners, almost 99.9% of them, I mean, they're in the market to buy a franchise or they're looking to buy a franchise, and that's why – they listen to the show from, from everything you've learned up to this point, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? Draw this from previous experience too, you know, in franchising and retail and yeah. marketing. And, and right. I know from my own personal transition into this role mm-hmm. is that w- there is a very, very, very big difference when you are at your very core of being passionate about what you're working on. And when right. you're making an investment that at minimum is a 10-year commitment and at maximum can be decades and even generational, right. Right. Um, if you don't love it, if you don't love it, mm-hmm. don't do it. Um, mm. And 
Now, can you make a lot of money as a franchisee in a concept you don't love? Yes. Right. Can you be gratified? Can you add value to the world? Yes. But mm-hmm. if people are asking my advice, and it's the advice I give for School of Rock, which is we'd rather grow slower. Right. Um, and we'd right. rather have fewer people in and more of them really being bought in. And, and the reason is, is there's going to be days that are really hard. And sure. you need to draw on a pool of, um, uh, of resources that are more than monetary and more than skills. You need to really draw on your passion and your love. Um, and so I know it's sort of a cheesy piece of advice, but if your heart's not, not telling, if it's only mm-hmm. your head that's telling you um, to do it, then it's, I, I wouldn't recommend it. I think it, I think it's great advice, Rob. You know, it, it's true. It's <clears throat> what gets you through the hard days, doesn't it? I mean, and, and it doesn't matter what type of franchise. I mean, there's always going to be there's good days and then there's bad days. You know, that re- regardless of the system. You know, and I think, as you said, that love <clears throat> gets you through the day, doesn't it? You know, and, and and you don't give up. You know, and I think when you don't have that passion, um, it almost makes you want to quit, doesn't it? It does. And we, I, I, I say to prospective franchisees. Do not proceed. If you don't like us at our, our, um, our discovery day, which we call opening right. act, right. Um, then That's run great. like hell because we're at our best. <laughs> so like right. if you really don't like us and, right. and it's, a, it's kind of a silly thing, but the reality is it is a community. It is a family and we're going to hang together and we're going to spend a lot of time together. Um, but I also advise folks to gauge their sense of love for the other franchisees because that's actually way more important. When all said and done, the power of our community is not just the corporate franch, the corporate and the individual franchisee relationship. It's our uh, we work together unit to unit way more so than a typical franchise would. That's terrific. So. I can ask you the next question, Rob. I mean, where do you see School of Rock? I mean, what are the plans for the future? If you can look into that crystal ball, maybe three to five years down the road, where do you see the organization? Well, we're blessed in that we have a lot of additional growth in our existing markets, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, not just the U.S., but markets from Australia to South Africa to Chile to Peru have a lot of additional footprint to build. Um, We're only scratching the surface as it relates to certain geographies. I mean, to be, to, to, to uh, be a rock and roll concept and not to be in the UK is kind of embarrassing. Uh, So we've got a lot of work to do and thankfully we're in discussions on three additional countries right now uh, that uh, I'll, I'll hope to follow up with you, but I would anticipate us um, in in five years um, having mm-hmm. nearly tripled the student count. You know, with 36,000 students today, I'd like to be around 100,000 students wow. um, in, uh, in five years. That's not a crazy idea. And then I think the other part of our growth is really filling out these other areas of uh, creative exploration, you know, our adult band program our what we call our little wing program, which is kind of a mommy and me program, oh, interesting. Um, rec- recording and production, songwriting. So there's a lot of growth to be had right. uh, in our existing schools. And I would say I always talk about growth in our existing schools last because as everyone's heard me say it, the most important growth is the growth 
of existing units. So sure. we're focused a right. lot on our menu, if you will, a lot on, on our offer, a lot of an improving experience, increasing conversion, increasing retention, and and expanding our, our uh, line of services. That's terrific. How can our listeners get more information, Rob, uh, for uh, the School of Rock? I mean, as far as, of course, the franchise opportunity, but even, even the program itself. Are there any websites that you kind of like to direct Absolutely. them to to get more information? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we, we've got a really great uh, new site, schoolofrock.com. Um, okay. It'll give you the opportunity to look at uh, what we do, franchising, and really cool videos, and also resource articles on you need to know how to tune your guitar. Right. That's fantastic. Well, I've really enjoyed talking to you, Rob, and I'd already like to invite you back over the next year or two, you know, because I, I love this franchise opportunity, and I've really enjoyed talking to you today. It's a date, and come on in for a guitar lesson. We'll get you set straight. You got it. It was great talking to you. All right. We'll be right back with Take more care. franchise interviews. Coming up on segment two, you're going to hear what every franchisepreneur needs to know before buying a franchise. We're going to play a clip from our popular Great Quotes in Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Are you looking for a franchise that delivers? Businesses will always need shipping, and for more than 25 years, loyal customers have depended on Unishippers for reliable savings and exceptional customer service. Unishippers is focused on just one thing, helping small and medium-sized businesses save time and money on all their shipping needs. And as the largest reseller of complete shipping services in the country, we have the buying power to ensure that we succeed. The Unishippers franchise offers low startup costs, no equipment or real estate required because they're not retail, residual income, and a quality of life and work-life balance. For more information on becoming a Unishippers franchisee, go to www.unishippers.com and click Franchise Opportunities or call Franchise Development at 801-708-5822. That's 801-708-5822. Today's great quote in franchising is being brought to you by... Franchise Teacher... Would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Meet the experts at Franchise Teacher. The goal of Franchise Teacher is to teach, coach, consult, and advise. The team of experts at Franchise Teacher will evaluate your business model and present you with a winning business strategy. Franchise Teacher will help you decide whether or not your concept works and if it's franchisable. Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems, which include brick and mortar as well as home-based concepts of nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations. Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Coach. Franchise Teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise Teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise Teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. 
Take advantage of our free, no-obligation phone consultation. Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032. Hi everyone, this is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising, where each podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting Franchise Interviews many years now, and during that time we've had some incredible quotes on our show. Today's Great Quote in Franchising podcast comes from Mary Jane Riva, the CEO of Pizza Factory. And Mary Jane gave some great advice. You know, one of the questions we frequently ask on the show when we have someone like Mary Jane is what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise? And she said that you should look under the hood. And you know, I thought the, her advice was very original, but you have to listen to the podcast to find out why. So here we go with Mary Jane Riva, CEO of Pizza Factory. Buy a franchise. You know, we've been doing the show such a long time now, and and one of the yeah. the biggest things we've learned is that you know a lot of our listeners. And their quest to buy a franchise, they don't know where to begin because, like you were saying earlier, there, there's so much out there today. You know, I mean, there's just yeah. so much to choose from. Most of them don't even know where to begin. It just becomes overwhelming. Yep. You know, from everything you've learned, you know, up to this point, what advice would you give to our listeners? Well, the first, there's a couple things, and one that as we're going through this journey ourselves, from being a franchisee to the franchisor, is understanding the roles of the franchisor versus mm-hmm. the franchisee. That's a really big, important, really what is the role that you're playing versus a franchisor. And then when right. you're looking at brands, the other thing for brands to me is is really looking under the hood. Don't just sure. look at all the stuff on the surface. Really dig down. Uh, see what extra charges there. You know, are they marking up stuff? You know, really evaluate a brand to a brand and not just the fluff kind of stuff that you see on the top. And it's a lot of due diligence. Right. But, you know, ask, ask the questions that are, that are going to be once you're in there. You know, are they marking up the food product? Are they marking up advertising materials? You know, what, what are you paying? So really, really dig down and ask um, a lot more questions. And right. I, would talk to, I would talk to a lot of franchisees that are in the system and see how they feel about the franchisor and the, the brand itself. I would do a lot of due diligence with franchisees because they're the ones that are going to tell you. Right, absolutely. I love how you said look under the hood. You know, I, I mentioned doing the show such a long time. I've never heard that analogy before. I think that's very clever to look under the hood, you know, to go deep, you know, mm-hmm. inside and look what's under, not yeah. just what's on top. You know, we have this great quote in yeah. franchising. I'm going to put that one in there because uh, I, I, I think that's fantastic. You know, it makes a lot of sense. And, you know, Pizza Factory, I mean, you have a lot of franchisees that you can call, right? I mean, I think you're up to, is it over 100 yes. franchisees now, Mary yes. Jane? So there's yeah. plenty of people We've got you know, that. that have, oh, good. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I was going to say we, oh, we have them. They've been in the system for they've been in the system for 30 years. We have franchisees, you know, that have been in that long, and we have them that are just getting on. So there's a wide range. So and you want to hit right. all those. You know, you want to hit the newbies. You want to hit the older ones. You want to yes. want to get their feel of what's been going on and how they've been treated. And but, but yeah, it's, there's a lot of people to call. There's a lot of people to ask. There's a lot of different town sizes so when you're doing mm-hmm. your due diligence right you know really 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 get out there and, and dig deep if you'd like to hear that whole interview with pizza factory all you have to do is go to franchiseinterviews.com 
go to our franchise interviews by category page and click on food franchises and you can hear the whole interview there and lastly we'd just like to thank everyone for making this podcast such a huge success you know it's hard to imagine when we started the show that our great quotes and franchising podcast was going to become just as big as our regular show so we want to thank everyone again and continue to listen to our great quotes and franchising podcast sponsored by franchise interviews take care everyone franchise interviews from eastern pennsylvania to sydney australia you're listening to franchise interviews franchise interviews with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.